Hello, everybody, and welcome to Logical and Right. That is right with a W, like Wright County. I believe that is possibly becoming my sign-on phrase. Uh, I have still yet to call myself a certain name. I'm thinking maybe I will just go by your host, the host, because I have... We'll just say certain members of my own family that would contemplate burning my house down and the entire block that I live on if they were to listen to any of this or read any of the very conservative writings that I have. I say that uh, somewhat kidding, but scarily enough, almost not. Anyways, here we are. This is going to be my attempt at a Dennis Prager or Hugh Hewitt or Mark Levin type show where I basically just talk to the computer and the wall and my sleeping Rottweiler Rottweiler over there with a giant nasty tick on her chin that we need to get off. So um, my thoughts for today or something that I've been thinking about for quite a while because, as I've said numerous times right now, uh, or before, and I think a few times already in our episode one and two, that we did not move from South St. Paul to Buffalo to have Buffalo become South St. Paul. And that brings me to a very curious uh, phenomenon, I would say, in that I am continually perplexed and bewildered by liberals living in extremely conservative areas like Buffalo and I would say all throughout Wright County, but specifically Buffalo because that's where we live. Um, And it brings me to or makes me think of a story kind of involving my family, who are basically an endless supply of far, far left liberal things. And, uh, I, I, yeah, far left liberal phrases, uh, just happenings uh, from a very liberal point of view. Um, But what I'm getting at is that I have, I believe, three family members who live in Minneapolis, two of which allegedly claimed that had the defund the police movement go through last November, they were going to be moving out of the city. And when I heard this, I thought to myself, wow, you have been living in Minneapolis and loving everything Minneapolis gives you, supposedly, for basically your entire lives, I believe. Maybe they have moved to, maybe one of them had moved to St. Paul at one point, but nonetheless, uh, always living in one of our two big cities, 
And so they, uh, they supposedly claimed that they would be moving out of Minneapolis had that vote gone through and been a yes. And I thought, well, where are you going to move to? Uh, I'm guessing Buffalo would be too far, but it, it probably an Edina, a Bloomington, which, as Jeremiah Patrick and I talked about, have gone way far to the left over the last 20 years. But it goes to and speaks to this trend of when liberals live in a long place or in a in a place for a long time and basically utterly destroy it with their votes and the policies that they vote for and the candidates that they put in place they move and then they go to the next place uh and that again brought me to living out here where I have noticed a few signs here and there um, that clearly state the occupant of that house is of left-leaning persuasion. And it's always got me thinking, and I have never really been able to ask any of these people face-to-face because just with the climate of everything today, I'm guessing that would not go well or calm or smooth uh, there might be screaming and, uh, you know, things of that sort. But anyways, um, why do they live out here? Why do far left liberals like the ones that post Black Lives Matter signs in their yards? And it should be noted that my criticism of that sign and that group have nothing, absolutely nothing, and I repeat, nothing to do with the phrase, those three words. It has everything to do with that group being a Marxist revolutionary uh, sort that wants to if you've ever gone to their website, and I believe it's been taken down at this point because it had obviously been outed by so many people, but they want to destroy the nuclear family. Um, you know, what, what else is there to say other than uh, children raised by and large not by a mom and a dad or by a single parent or raised by the streets? That usually doesn't end up well. So the criticism of that group and those signs have nothing to do with the phrase and everything to do with the group and what they want to do to basically all of America. And I think at this point, most reasonable people have figured out that what they want to do to America is destroy it in its current image and build it back up in who knows, uh, Patrice Cullors probably doesn't even know at this point. She's too busy living in her four mansions in heavily white neighborhoods surrounded by an $80,000 security fence. But I guess you could say that kind of goes to what I'm talking about here, which is why do you have these people 
i.e. liberals, living out in cities like Buffalo. And I would venture to guess that it is because what places like Buffalo offer you are peace and quiet and relatively safe, crime-free living. The things that my daughter does uh, out here and has been doing since we got out here for our second summer now, I would never even imagine or think about allowing her to do in South St. Paul. Uh, she's got a horde of wonderful little friends who are constantly bickering and fighting amongst each other like six and seven and four and five and eight and nine-year-old kids do. But they run up and down the street uh, without us being too terribly concerned. They walk through the backyards since we live on a golf course. Uh, and we, for the most part, don't really have too much of a care. So liberals living in very conservative areas are afforded the luxury of basically not being surrounded by like-minded people for the most part, but also uh, living amongst people who have voted in a way that goes against their normal train of thought uh, and surely vote not in the direction they would and vote against the policies that they put in place like Minneapolis. So that has brought me to another question is, does it ever cross their minds about, or does it ever cross their minds uh, in terms of their surroundings? And do, do any of them ever say to themselves, I live, I, and assuming this, assuming someone living out here who votes blue actually likes living out here, does it possibly cross their mind to go, hmm, I live amongst conservatives who obviously do not vote the way I vote, and I like it out here, and it's peaceful and quiet, and there is rarely a siren going down our streets or even off in the distance. Uh, this is, I, I don't have the answer for that. I just uh, have thought about it quite a bit. Um, and obviously, specifically because of how divided and polarized everything is right now, uh, I'm constantly wondering uh if if that defund police movement had gone through uh would my family members have moved to a more conservative place or they i mean they would have had to because every almost every city outside of minneapolis and st paul is more conservative than those two cities so they would have then been living amongst their mortal enemies but would they have seen or would it have would it have occur occurred to them that 
my votes drove me out of my longtime hometown city into a place that is much more diverse in its actual sense of the word. And I like it in this new place because I am not fearing for my life quite as much. My guess is no, because most of my family members are so far off the rails with either Trump derangement syndrome or just their total hatred of the right. So I'm not sure if they would have had any type of paradigm-shifting epiphany had they moved. Um, let me see, where was I going next? Ah, yes. Uh, back to the yard signs. Where is the acknowledgement of those yard signs or any of those signs not being destroyed or taken because liberals, for the most part, can live in conservative areas and go about their life the way they want to without much intrusion or without much, uh, I mean, you could even say violence against them or uh, <laughs> alterations to their exterior of their house like a yard sign disappearing or a window being broken. However, you have Jay Johnson of the notorious giant Trump flag who had, I believe, windows shot out of his truck uh, that was parked over there in the parking lot be it by a BB gun or whatever. I don't know if I remember exactly what it was. I mean, I suppose it could have been a 22 and it would have still left a hole. It wouldn't have been a terribly big hole. But you have Jay Johnson, who cannot live, apparently, in a very conservative city without having destruction caused upon his belongings. Uh, you have, or at one point, had the Trump store over off of 55, which I also believe had some vandalism uh, done to it. Possibly, I may remember, windows being shot out. So you have liberals being able to live the way they want to live, in a very conservative area without fear of much repercussions. Yet you have conservatives like the Trump store people and Jay Johnson living in heavily conservative areas and not afforded the luxury of living peacefully because of the radical minority left who, I guess, possibly lives out here, maybe passerbys, passer-throughs, if that's a term, it is now, because I said it is, uh, causing destruction on their property. So, you know, just a, another thing to talk, or a, another thing to think about in terms of this whole left-right madness and all of us wanting to just 
live our lives free of being told what to do or how we have to live or in fear of just some type of vandalism uh, being caused in our direction. Ah, yes, I thought of another thing. Minneapolis has not had a real Republican mayor since 1961. I believe in 1974, they had a Republican mayor for one day on December 31st. Uh, so other than that, it has been, what did I say, 1961? It has been uh, 61 years, if my D in calculus serves me correct. Uh, is there any connection to um, that type of overwhelming control and the direction Minneapolis has gone? I would imagine, yes, <laughs> there's a huge connection. Um, <clears throat> but do, 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 the, do the people in my family ever think to themselves, I'm wanting or contemplating moving out of Minneapolis because of what has happened, yet I have voted strictly Democrat and sometimes far, far left Democrat my whole life, and this is now the condition of my city, and I want to move. Uh, this, and this reminds me of winter at my daughter's uh, after party for her baptism when... Um, a brother-in-law said he could not believe that Minneapolis re-elected Mayor Small Fry. And his dad, and who is also obviously my father-in-law, both said he was the sanest one of them all. Uh, so <laughs> good luck in getting anything turned around. I, uh, I, I believe they have now gone to a strong mayor system. Uh, so he, he at least has a little bit of power to override the sheer lunacy of the Minneapolis City Council. Uh, but, uh, oh, and I looked up something else that, uh, that I thought was kind of funny. In 1919, Minneapolis elected a socialist mayor, a, a, a member of the Democratic Socialist Party. Um, and I believe he served, he may have served one term or not even one term, but he was, he ended up getting kicked out or removed or I can't remember what it was, but it was because there were allegations and lots of mutterings that he and his ilk uh, down there in Minneapolis were cheering on the Germans' victory in World War One. So, <laughs> is that was that a uh, was that a little bit of foreshadowing uh, over a hundred years later? 
where the city would go and what they would do, uh, how they would have a a woman elected now twice that clearly hates America, um, hates hates conservatives, uh, <laughs> hates everybody that uh, does not think like her. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Kind of, kind of funny to think that in 1919 Minneapolis actually elected a socialist mayor, and then a uh, hundred and two years later, you've got Ilhan Omar, who I guess basically really doesn't even do much. I don't think from all that I've heard from uh, basically anybody that has their ear to the ground. She's too busy wanting to get her national spotlight out there. Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe in 28 her and good old AOC will be running for president. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be something? So now back to the issue of what this podcast and website is all about, Wright County. We've been hearing for years now, and I think especially in the last two years with all of the madness between COVID and the riots of 2020 or peaceful protests, depending on which side of the aisle you are on, uh, people are moving in hordes away from blue states to red states. Uh, I believe Idaho has the biggest shift in population. Uh, and then Arizona, Utah, and Nevada have also had giant shifts along with the ones we hear constantly about, Florida and Texas. Um, I got to imagine that Wright County is probably experiencing somewhat similar things. Uh, just... Last week, I talked to the wonderfully handsome Sheriff Sean Derringer uh, for like an hour and a half just about this and that and everything and nothing. Uh, I'd been trying to uh, get a hold of him and just introduce myself ever since we got out here, and I finally managed to meet up with him and uh, it was awesome. What a what a cool guy, and uh, you know, it. <laughs> we we talked a little bit about how uh, Wright County is, although it is heavily, uh, for the most part, well, not for the most part, heavily red and heavily conservative. Uh, every seat out here is Republican controlled. But how do we keep it that way? How do we keep the disease of the cities from coming out here? And by that, I obviously do not mean the color of people or anything like that. I mean the far left or even what is just more Democrat policies, uh, how do we keep them from coming this way? 
if truly the population is moving away from cities out to places like this. I would say the first step is to have all of us get more involved and more informed, uh, i.e. take a look at an awesome website that's attempting to have a whole lot of conservative information on it, known as logical and right. Um, yeah, we've got to... Uh, <laughs> have to put people up that can that can win um, people up that can uh, uh, keep everything out here quiet and peaceful uh, and largely conservative controlled uh, I, I, uh, I looked up and noticed that Wright County went for Trump in 20 by, I think, 62 or 63 percent. And that just seemed wildly low to me. I would have imagined it was at 70 or 75 or above. And actually, in looking back throughout all of Wright County's presidential voting through the last hundred years... It actually uh, was pretty much right there. It, they've the, they've basically been in the high 50s to mid 60s and a few low 70s for the Republican presidential candidate. But I don't know that that still just seemed like for as many Trump flags as there are still up around. Buffalo, and anytime you go out driving through the cornfields and the farms, I would just have imagined that it was a far, uh, a far redder presidential voting county than 62%. But uh, obviously, Trump was also very polarizing. So, uh, yeah, uh, Wright County is. I keep hearing the heart of the conservative movement in the state of Minnesota. Uh, I believe that Wright County sent more people to the, uh, what was the, the convention to uh, endorse the Republican candidate a few weekends ago. Um, yeah, I believe Wright County sent more uh, uh, more representatives or, or more people down there than than anybody else. Um, back to liberals and conservative areas. What does liberalism and progressivism do? It takes. Uh, it expands the government. It needs more and more money to keep up with the government expansion. Uh, and how do you do that? Well, you need more people. You need more tax revenue. You need to pile people on top of each other everywhere you possibly can with apartments. And as Jeremiah and I talked, uh, it Neither of us, and maybe it did not come off that way on my part, but he is not against apartments. I am not against apartments. 
I see that as a stepping stone that you need in order to go up the ladder of success uh, sometimes in life, kind of like a job greeting people at Walmart or behind the cash register at McDonald's or anywhere else, I don't think should allow you to afford a nice house and everything you've ever dreamed. That job should be a stepping stone to your next job. Uh, And it it reminds me of uh, one of Dennis Prager's favorite lines, which is, leftism destroys everything it touches and also something i've heard sheriff david clark say in the past which is when government steps in communities retreat and then we can uh, obviously all remember well i can't remember because i was too young uh, but the the ronald reagan line about the most terrifying words you will ever hear, which is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Uh, That, I I guess that just goes back to the, the larger point of trying to keep our cities and our small, our little small towns out here in rural red Minnesota and in Wright County small and rural and red because that is where it seems the the nice sprawled out living takes place that is not noisy, uh, that has less crime. Um, And it made me think of... uh, another question kind of going back to where we started, which was if we are so terrible, us on the right, living out in these uh, cities that are decently far removed from the big cities, why do they continue to live out here? Why do they not move? If you regularly vote Democrat and uh, are a liberal, why why do you stay out here? And I guess uh, if you're not if you're not capable of moving, I understand that. Um, but then, uh, If you're not capable of moving or you want to and cannot afford to move to the cities, I feel like that should possibly say something. That means you're living in an area that is more affordable and you are surrounded by conservatives. Whereas if you wanted to move to a city that was surrounded where you were surrounded by more people of your opinions and your voting style, 
you it, it, it you possibly cannot afford it. So, is it just me, or uh, is is something going on in the place where you want to live that is creating it to be unaffordable to live there, or? are the places that you possibly could afford to live in Minneapolis places that would not be desirable, like North Minneapolis or certain areas of South Minneapolis. Uh, you know, I get something, something to think about, I feel like. And if you don't want to move and you still want to vote blue, then is there, is there possibly something to think about? Why, why do you not want to move? Do you not want to go and live in a place that is jam-packed, like living like sardines, People living on top of each other in apartments, riding mass transit, shoulder to shoulder, walking down the streets, shoulder to shoulder, uh, crowded restaurants, crowded bars. Is that something that you are not desiring? And so therefore you stay out here, which is basically the opposite of that. Is that something to ponder uh, in terms of why you like living out here. Uh, let's not forget that the way that the left wants everybody living, which is in cities or uh, suburbs close to the cities that are continuously looking more and more like cities, Everybody on mass transit, everybody riding buses, everybody riding the light rail or trains, uh, walking to work through uber crowded streets. How exactly did COVID spread when it got here? It spread the exact way or it spread the... Uh, most efficient way through the communities that the left wants us all to live like. Just another thought. And once again, pure irony in terms of what is coming out of the modern day Democrat. We want you to live a certain way and then when you live that certain way, a virus will rip through you and then we will tell everyone to stay home and social distance the way that lots of people out here live their normal every day-to-day -day life. So, I don't know, what am I at? Ah, 35 minutes. I feel like that wasn't too bad. Um, Hopefully you enjoyed these thoughts that have been rattling around my head for a while and I got them out in a decently coherent way through my first self-solo uh, 
episode, episode me, we'll call it. Uh, as usual, uh, to my millions of listeners out there, I can only imagine. Keep it logical. Keep it right. Right County. Rock and roll.